0: 64 Tacos Podcasts presents Is This Song Good? This is Episode 61. The Pure Plain on
1: Welcome back to another episode of Is This Song Good? A 64 Togos podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Podcasts. Is that what we are? Anyhow, um, the song today is Plain Song by The Cure. This is um, the first track on Disintegration. Uh, The singles from that album were Lullaby, Fascination Street, Love Song, and Pictures of You. Um, This... This is uh an album I, I really enjoy. This since this is the first track on the album, when I uh when I decided to to pick it up just to try to try to start listening to the cure, this is the first thing that popped on. And I just think it really sets the tone. It's it's kind of like all it's what you would if you were distilling the cure sound and, and putting it into one track, this is kind of what it what it sounds like to me. Um, it has all like the, the, you know, the, the many synths, uh, the, all the drama, you know, the, the tinkly effects and percussion. And also a thing that I really enjoy about the cure, which is their patience. They, they're not, they're not in a hurry to get to the next part necessarily. They, they just sort of, will sort of patiently like go through the progression. And then I think it's probably halfway through the song when the, when the vocals actually come in, which isn't great for, um for radio songs, uh, so much. But, um, in fact, the, uh, the, the radio single for, uh, pictures of you, the, the last single on this album is is an abomination. They cut like five minutes out of it and it just does not work. Cause I think the sort of the st- like enjoying the soundscape is, is the way to enjoy the cure, uh, best. And, uh, this song just really sort of like sets a great, a great feel. It's, it takes its time getting there. And then when the when the vocals come in, I really like the sort of it's it's pushed back in the mix and it's heavily delayed and reverbed, and I just it just the the whole sound of it is is a great way to start the album off, and it just has a real just like a, a quintessential Cure sound. Um, so this this has always been one of my one of my favorite Cure songs. I just feel like it's one of the one of the better album openers out there, uh, in, in my opinion. Zach, I'm sure that you know this well, but um, Dave, I'm, I don't think you listen to as much here. So I'm curious to, to hear yeah. what uh, what you thought. Back in
0: probably 92, um, I bought the Wish album on cassette. Nice. You know, back before I had a CD player and I was, what, 12 or 13. And I, because I loved Friday, I'm in love, right? Yep. And I remember saying over and over, "Oh, I love The Cure. I love The Cure. You know, Friday I'm in Love is such a good song." Blah blah blah. blah. And I do love Friday I'm in Love, but then The Cure for me, it's kind of like Bob Dylan, where I get that people really like it, but it just doesn't do much for me personally. Um, like if you want to spend the first three minutes just doing synthesizers and having this big, big, great, big sound and all that stuff. I mean, that's, that's fine, but it doesn't appeal to me at all personally. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't particularly care for this song again. It's just like the Bob Dylan song. I didn't dislike it. It's just kind of not my thing. So I really I really love The Cure when I'm listening to Friday I'm, I'm in love but beyond that I don't I don't really need anything I don't think so that that's kind of where I am on that one How about you Zach? It's
2: it's definitely a um style of music that uh it's if you're if you're the right type of person, then then I think it it kind of it hits a lot harder. So like if you're if you're like a goth kid, you know, <laughs> it's it's your it's your favorite.
1: As
0: I am, you, you know? know, as Dan is, yeah, yeah. clearly <laughs> as Dan is. Uh, uh,
2: but if if you're if you're kind of anywhere else, um, uh, the you know, I think I think you can appreciate it in different in different ways. And so like for me, the the Cure, I I liked. I liked them or I got into them because, um, I really, you know, liked how they did sort of the, the new wave, uh, goth rock from the, from the eighties. Um, and then they kind of continued and start, start started going kind of, uh, shoegazy. And this, this is really, really floaty, shoegazy, reverberated, distorted. Um, it, it's got, uh, you know, almost a movie soundtrack quality to it, uh, there, there's so much, so much about it that is, I think yeah. is great. I think you're right.
0: It, it does feel like the opening credits from an '80s movie is what, yeah, what it feels like.
2: Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's peak Robert Smith eccentricity. Honestly. Um, I, I don't think, you know, I think after, after this album, uh, it kind of started going downhill for the cure. Um, they just, I don't know if it was, you know, they sort of got really comfortable and started eating a lot and got fat and <laughs> forgot about what it meant to write good songs. Um, but uh as it often seems to happen with with bands that you know they they get really big and comfortable and then they just kind of lose their way but this i think this album disintegration really kind of uh punctuated with you know what they were about and their their um big grandiose uh sort of shoegaze aesthetic um or you know depression aesthetic uh but it it's good i I really like this song and i and i do like how it how it kind of uh you know takes a while to get there the vocals don't pop in until halfway like you were saying i i think the only thing that i really have a complaint about is the is the uh the echo the delay on the on the vocal track um it just it, it seems out of place and doesn't really work for me um but the you know it's just it's like when people do echo or whatever um it has to be kind of like sparse, and it has to kind of kind of trail off or go away faster and and it doesn't do that here um it's sort of like you know he sings something and then it just kind of keeps revert you know keeps echoing back into you and but other than that, you know like all the other. Odd choices for the track. I I, I am happy about. Um, it really does set a mood. It really does. You know, when I listen to it, it gives me sort of like a floaty, like I'm like I'm sort of floating on on clouds type of feel to it. And um and it and it is a great way to open up this album and and uh, get into the nitty gritty of of what what else is going on on disintegration. Um and and it's interesting too because you know it it's it was. It was written in nineteen eighty 1980 or nineteen eighty nine. That's that's when the album came out, late eighties. And parts of it don't feel that that way. Like it, it feels it feels like Robert Smith was kind of getting onto something that he didn't really know what it was about yet, and uh, and then it sort of like got bigger and 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 opened up later on. Because I, you know, I think I think the the whole shoegaze uh, genre, if you will, started in the, in the mid, mid eighties, mid to late eighties, um, as sort of like a mixture of some of the punk aesthetics and some of the, uh, new wave, the new wave stuff. It was kind of, it was kind of like the, the aftermath of, of new wave music that, uh, people were, you know, they're like, Oh, well, you know, if I stick my, um, my reverb guitar pedal into, output into the input of the of the um fuzz then i get really weird shimmery type of effects and stuff and and then that's what all those bands started doing and and uh and and the cure I, i i don't know if robert smith like made that as sort of a conscious decision or or what or if he just kind of like went with where the day was taking him and um uh, but I, I do think that that he was a little bit ahead of his time when he was when he was doing it at that at that point in time
1: yeah i never really thought about this album as shoegaze but when you when you mentioned that i was like you know it you know because it's it's more synth heavy than guitar feedback heavy yeah but it that it does kind of work it, it, the overall impression is is very similar it's this wall of sound um feel and the sort of like droning feel mm mm-hmm. mhm a, a really like a fullness and it's not exactly dissonant, but it's, you know, it's a little dissonant almost just cause it's it, everything's sort of overlapping and, and yeah, no, it's a, uh, that's an interesting way to, to, to think of it. I, I never really thought of that, you know, like what, what you're saying about the, the delay effect. I don't, I wouldn't say that I disagree. It makes sense. I just, that just never occurred to me yeah, like that. I would change it to improve the song, but maybe I'm changing. It would improve the song, but, it and, and never stuck out as a, being a problem for me, but, but yeah, I think here is a band that you uh, that hits you right or you don't get it and um, and thats that's okay, you know so the fact that Dave you don't it doesn't do anything for you is totally fine. Like then you definitely shouldn't spend time with the rest of the album because it's definitely more the same. I won't. Super long songs with, with long instrumental <laughs> <laughs> sections without any real solos, just sort of like you know sound. That's kind of like Mm -hmm. uh, this integration, which I I love that about it, but um, I could see people not loving that. All right. I think we've said uh, what we, uh, how we feel about this one. Um, What are we looking at next week?
2: All right. Next week, we got a talking head song called uh, Listening Wind. So tune in for that. Sounds good. All right. I caught it on audio. (laughs)